I've already had my geek out moment with you, so we're good. Perfect. I geeked out too. It was great. Oh shit. We're live. <laughs> so, hey guys. Hi everyone. Val Pancakes here. Joining me tonight on the stack. I have the lovely and delightful Heidi Howitzer. And you can see her in Lucha Libre and Last is their women's champion as part of the Fest Wrestling Tag Champs um, as Wasteland War Party with Leon Ravage and um, in countless other companies across the greater United States. Please welcome Heidi Howitzer. Ah, Super excited. <laughs> that's me. <laughs> Super excited to have you on tonight. Um, was able to as I'm sure people probably heard as there, uh, we were going live, um, met you uh, just last month for the first time um, at the Journey Pro Show in Kansas City, which was awesome. I was so excited to meet you because you're so like just strong and, and beautiful and powerful, and I love that. And you just kick so much ass, and see, now I'm just gushing. This is, this this is it's great a real for problem me. For this me. is wonderful. I love this. <laughs> this is this is Heidi Howitzer Power Hour, where I just get my ego stroked. <laughs> Welcome All to the night. chat. Yeah, perfect. It's really so, what I look for. <laughs> so I'll be asking um, Heidi a bunch of questions, like I always do, and chatters, if you have any questions, drop them in the chat. Chris will pick them up, and we will um, ask Heidi those questions. Uh, towards the end of the evening, um, make sure to keep your questions appropriate, please. Thank you. Not that we really have a problem. I don't want to start one either, you know? <laughs> the world is our oyster. I don't know. Something like that. I, something. I don't know. Mm. We'll find out, I guess. <laughs> TBD. <laughs> exactly. Hard subject to change. Um, yes. So what was a young Heidi Howitzer like as like a, as a kid in your most impressionable years? Oh, in my most impressionable years. Um, so if we're talking like, I'm a nerd guys. Um, I'm a real big fucking nerd. I, uh, <laughs> I like, it blows my mind when I talk to friends and they're like telling me all the shit they got into in school and stuff. And I was like, Oh, I was so good. I was so good. I was such a saint. Um, 
I always have my head buried in a book. I like to read. I'm a big fantasy sci-fi nerd. Um, like I would get yelled at at the dinner table because I wouldn't like put my book away and I would go hide in my room and read um, instead of doing chores. Like that was my idea of like acting out was I'm, I'm going to go read a book, dad. Um, so yeah, that was me basically really nerdy kid, kind of, um, kind of a hermit uh, that really hasn't changed. Um, I guess I get all my uh extroverted shit out of the way when I'm in the ring other than that I'm just like please don't talk to me that's yeah so so yeah nothing has changed that was me as a child I don't know so were you into wrestling as a kid or uh when did when did did you fall into to wrestling like getting into it watching it um probably honestly probably around like 2011 2013 something like that so like I uh played the video games as a kid on um like N64 and stuff like that um but I never really like watched it my folks didn't watch it my brothers didn't watch it whatever um and then I was flipping through channels one day and um yeah around like 2011 2012 something like that somewhere around there and I was like whoa this is this is ridiculous I'm gonna watch this and and then we had it and then I had two buddies um still well still two buddies um who are huge fucking marks and um I started going to indie wrestling shows with them so I was going to like the VFW halls and pounding beers and heckling wrestlers before I like really started watching WWE or anything like that it was more like the NBC that I really got introduced to so um kind of backwards from how everybody else does it but it's been fun like just the the slow path to discovering wrestling and everything thereabouts that's awesome um i do want to ask you um because i know especially because we just there was just a big thing on twitter where a bunch of us posted our cool high school pictures um it's so cool yeah (laughs) right everyone looked awesome um we all looked super cool and popular (laughs) but um i have to ask you about your tuba yeah, yeah. Um, so I am a, a somewhat-ish known fact about Heidi Howitzer. I am a classically trained tuba player. Um, I started playing when I was 11. Uh, that's what I went to school for as well. Um, I used to teach private lessons. I still freelance on the side and gig around. Um, my tuba has an insurance policy. Uh, yeah, it costs more than a lot of you people's cars um, but yeah that's that's my I guess my side hustle at this point that was originally gonna be I I, I kind of I guess that was my original performance outlet before wrestling so so does your tuba have a name shockingly enough my tuba does not have a name hmm. I know right that seems off brand for me um but no my tuba has never had a name but but she's a curvy girl she's <laughs> very shiny she is very shiny yeah i will say the um the the model of it though it's it is a a thor so so i've got that going for me that's on brand it is on brand right (laughs) (laughs) what now like i know this is completely just not wrestling related at all but i'm just so intrigued um (laughs) what go for it (laughs) what side hustles are they like what do you (laughs) 
What do you do? With what the, do you do, do you... with the tuba? Uh, <laughs> yeah. like, so... where do you... You just show up at like recordings. Like, how, how do I how do I how do I purvey my skills? Yeah. Um, yeah. So so there's a couple different things. I will say, um, a tuba is not quite as high demand as other instruments. Um, but quintet gigs play pretty well. Are paid pretty well. Um, when I was living down in Texas up until four years ago, I um, played Texas Renaissance Festival every season, and that was a great payday on the weekends and I dress up, which again, huge nerd, loved that for me. Um, and it's wonderful because it's like, it's all sight readings. So it's one of the most stressful gigs, like in the city, if not in the fucking state. Um, Cause you just show up and the lead trumpet player has like binders like this. And he just like, he's like, pull out this one. We're going to play it. And you're just like, okay, boss. Um, but between your sets, they're each like 45 minutes long. You go and you pound some beers cause it's Rinfest. And so by the time you like, you start out with like all Baroque and like classical and everything like that. And then by like set five, you're all trashed and just playing like queen covers. Um, so the, the, the tip jar gets a lot better by the end of the day too, but those are fun. Um, wedding gigs, uh, holiday parties, stuff like that. Um, the only time, I mean, not to like get into religion, but like the only time I step foot in a church is when I'm getting paid to play tuba there. Um, and shockingly haven't been struck down by lightning. So I've got that going for me, which is nice. Um, but yeah, yeah. So do that. Um, and then, yeah, I teach youths. So like 12 through 18 year olds, which is always fun. Cause they're like, Oh, miss my last name. How long have you been playing tuba? And I'm like, Oh, longer than you've been alive. You punk ass kid. Fuck you. <laughs> So there do you any there you of your it. tuba students know about your wrestling? No, there has been no overlap, but my coworkers do know about my wrestling and have actually came, actually um, had Aww. a couple of them come to weekend at journeys and they're all very sweet. They're big Heidi Howitzer fans. Aww. Their wives have like Heidi Howitzer t-shirts and stuff. And yeah, it's phenomenal. I love it. I love that. That's so great. <laughs> <laughs> I just love the thought of you just like I really like have you ever played in a ska band I know ska bands don't typically use tubas but like maybe well so I do play trombone as well um I actually I'm yeah so so aside so you from you do play in a ska band I, yeah 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 I'm here for all your ska <laughs> needs guys um yeah I I play tuba I play trombone um I can play trumpet French horn poorly I play euphonium I play mandolin I play really shitty banjo and um, I also play bass so I have a lot of weird little hobbies and I oh I've also played a lot of polka gigs sorry that reminded me of this the ska thing so yeah I played a lot of polka gigs oh yeah was it tuba your polka yeah, er, yeah. Er. I I got that oompa Hell yeah, you bring the umpa. Yeah. I do, I do. I bring the bass. <laughs> like, I know it's like such a like a random like side tangent, but I was just so curious. And like the fact <laughs> yeah, that you do you, you you play so many things and then you you also beat the shit out of people. So that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a fun time. It's it's a dichotomy. It's great. Like especially because like you said you play like a mandolin and like to me like a mandolin is such like a delicate instrument. Yeah, yes, it looks very tiny in my big yeah, it's, Heidi Howitzer hands. It's so dainty, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's um it's it's crazy too because so like the way it's it's strung, so it's it looks like it's four strings, but it's actually eight. They're all doubled up. 
um, and it's tuned the same way as a violin. So yeah, so it's extra awkward whenever you have to just like plunk one string because they're like, eh, it's close together and I have big fat fingers. So it's a struggle. It's a fun, you, fun time, guys. So like so much talent in such a, such a delightful package. Thank you. I have so many useless skills. I love it. <laughs> Every skill is useful. You just have to find the right application. <laughs> yes. So you started off by like kind of going to like indie shows and stuff. How did you decide to become a wrestler? From oh boy. That? Oh boy. Okay. So, um, I was going to indie shows and I eventually, uh, started dating my now husband. Um, we met on OkCupid or Tinder. He, uh, he messaged me on Tinder and I ignored him. And then I messaged him on OKCupid. I didn't realize it was the same guy. Um, Austin Raddick, ladies that. and gentlemen, also a journey pro uh, person. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so he is a professional wrestler and he was been wrestling for like, he had been wrestling for like a decade at that point. Um, and so I'd go to his shows and stuff. I actually saw him wrestle at a show like a year before we ever started talking and I didn't connect the dots that it was the same person. My two Mark buddies did. They were like, oh yeah, that was that guy you were harassing at the show. And I was like, love this for me. Hell yeah, I'm a creep. Um, but not really, because I didn't recognize them. They did. Um, I'm totally wholesome and normal and cool, guys. That's me. Um, but yeah, so so uh, we started dating. I'd go to his shows and stuff like that. He was working at down at um, ROW, down in Houston and all that, and like Inspire Pro. Um, and they were always fun, but like the nearest training facility would have been RW, which if you know anything about Houston, getting around Houston is an unholy nightmare. Uh, it's fucking terrible. Um, so like that wouldn't have been realistic, but it wasn't really on my radar. And then we moved to Colorado. Uh, I relocated for work. Shoot, I guess <clears throat> like four years ago now and, um, uh, three and a half, something like that. And then, so we had been there for about six months. And I got trashed one day and I was like, hey, don't laugh at me, but I really want to learn how to wrestle. Um, so he laughed at me and then he said, okay, I guess I'll like, he had like quasi retired when we moved. He's like, I guess I'll get back into it too. Um, so we found a place to train and I learned how to do some semblance of wrestling. And um, that was three years ago and here we are now. So that's, yeah, that's kind of how it came about, I guess, is I just, on a drunken whim, I was like, this seems like fun. I want to get into it. Let's do it. Um, and yeah. That's so awesome. <laughs> how did you, so you said that you were in Colorado. What were some of the best things that you learned while you were training? Like the things that like you take with you today? Oh, fuck. Um, <laughs> the best things I learned while training, um, that I'm, I, I hate, I still hate taking back bumps. That's, that's what I learned training and still learn every time I'm in a ring. So that's cool. I try to avoid bumping at all possible. If you ever watch a Heidi Howitzer match, that's like basically the, the gist of it. <laughs> I tell people like, I take a great front bump. What? Just throw me on my face. It's fine. I can see what's coming that way. Just one or two. Then we're done. Then we're done. Take it home. Right. That's it. <laughs> Easy work, brother. That's it. We're done. We're going home. Um, yeah, no, I think, I think a lot of it was just training in general. And I mean, I, 
so much of it has been trying to like figure out what works for me and what works for my character and um what I need to do in the, the ring or or not do in the ring. Um a lot of times you spend a lot of time doing too much. Um I didn't like bend my knees for like my first six months of matches. I just like turned into a Heidi Howitt sword as soon as I got in the ring. That was fun. So I learned how to move my limbs correctly, I guess. I don't know, guys. If you ever want to like watch a real shit show, look up old Heidi Howitzer matches from like basically any time in 2019. Um, it's rough. It's really rough. <laughs> you can all start somewhere, right? That's that's what I'm telling myself. So who has had the most influence on you both, like in the ring and then out of the ring? And that can be two different people. Oh, only two? Cool. Or, or as many as you, as many as you want, up to you. Uh, no, okay, so I, I will have to say, um, recently, especially, I guess, I say recently, within the last year or so, um, I'm going to be, like, sappy for a moment, uh, becoming close with Max and Leon has just been amazing, like, they're the best support system I could have ever asked for, ever, like, we talk constantly, all the time, we've got a group chat, um, we didn't meet in person until, um, hell yeah. Sorry, I got the Twitch stream up and I just saw me taking my fucking head off of Kennedy and it was great. Um, fuck yeah, lariats. Um, live, laugh, lariat, guys. Um, but, but, but now back to it. Uh, we didn't, we didn't like all meet each other in person until last, um, last Halloween of 2020. We did a versus show together in Vegas and, uh, me and, uh, Austin Reddick, um, we, uh, we actually wrestled them in a tag match there and Max and I had been talking for a long time, um, previous to this and I had never really talked to Leon before and yeah, we all just kind of started talking and we're like, man, let's like try and make a run of this whole tag thing. Cause like this seems to really work and it's great because I don't get to see him that often. I mean, we see each other now because we've been able to get more bookings together and every time we're all together, it's like, we always laugh because we'll always like be in a big hotel room together and I always end up getting there first and one of them will like fly in at like 3 a.m. whether it's Leon or Max and I'm always like just wake me up and they, they wake me up whenever they get in it's like 3 a.m. and I'm like ooh, tell me all the gossip tell me all the things so it's like it's like a big wasteland war party sleepover so sorry to ruin y'all's badass cred or whatever but yeah it's been um it's been really nice having them and I think we've all been really good for each other and each other's mental health too it's nice there's my wholesome moment for the the evening i'm all about wholesome moments i just assume you guys all get together you gossip 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 and then you just go out and pillage i assume that there's pillage yeah. there's so much pillaging mostly of like brunch places but yes Ooh. Ooh, and at the occasional chinese buffet delightful yes yes i just assume that you guys go everywhere in gimmick so i'm just gonna mentally you guys all in gimmick going for brunch after basically so. so it's really off-putting though because like they're both huge and i like i'm the smallest person on that tag team and i'm not like itty bitty by any like stretch of the imagination you're much taller than i am yeah yes i'm, I'm quite large ladies and gentlemen <laughs> and um yeah i i 
it makes me giggle anytime like we'll walk into a Walgreens or something so we can all get like makeup wipes or some like extra eyeliner to do things and like people will just be looking at us and I'm like sorry like this is just us we exist um and we always go get a list in like before show days when we're all together and I inevitably always forget to pack gym clothes so I'm like there in fucking Doc Martens trying to like do curls I'm like this is cool this is this is what we're doing <laughs> I mean, if it works, it works. It works. Go for the it. Chemistry is unreal. I don't know. It's weird. It's it's fun. What are your like future uh, plans and dreams, both in wrestling or out of wrestling, whatever you want to touch on? Um, honestly, so like, especially like in the the near future, what really trying to um, kind of along the lines of what I was just saying, really trying to make a play at the tag stuff um, as much as possible. I don't really think there's anyone on the, the scene right now that looks like the three of us do. Um, and we, we come in all sorts of fun, different packages and, and various arrangements, you know, um, I love Max and I together. It's great. Cause we can have Leon as a manager and not a lot of people with a big ass six, five scary dude managing them, uh, just yelling, um, you know, and then, Leon and I together clearly seem to, to gel well with the fest stuff and Max and Leon together are terrifying. Um, so it's fun. And then I wish there was, there were more places that did trios. Um, but yeah, we're, we're trying to get more places and I'm, I'm really hoping even with all the COVID spikes, I'm hoping 2022 can really be our year. Um, as far as, as those goals too, you know, I would love to see, um, some combination of us show up on dark would be great um i will happily eat a pin for the wasteland war party on national tv heidi howitzer yeah. lives to eat pins um uh heidi howitzer jobber extraordinaire ladies and gentlemen i know i know what needs to be done um hear that tony khan i will eat the pin um but uh yeah, everyone knows that. Of course I will. Of course I will. Please, please just book me. Um, but no, uh, <laughs> um, impacts would be phenomenal. Um, I don't know. I, I say that realistically, I just want to keep working bigger and bigger indies. I'm finally at a point where I starting to feel confident with my in-ring ability. Um, and not just my ability to talk a lot of shit. Um, which, which go hand in hand. If you've ever seen the live Heidi Howitzer match. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it really does. Um, so hopefully I can start purveying that up across more platforms, get on IWTV more and um, shill my wares, the wares being myself. I have seen a live Heidi Howitzer match <laughs> and you do talk a lot of shit and it's awesome. <laughs> and I would recommend that everybody go see a live Heidi Howitzer match. If you, if you want to see nothing else on the card, go for <laughs> Heidi because you will um, inevitably crack up laughing at least once. Because I've heard, I've I've heard it's a great act. That's, that's so, you know. Excellent wrestling. Excellent shit talking. I really am looking for nothing more, I'll be honest about it. <laughs> Hell yeah. So what has been your greatest achievement in wrestling so far? And that can be like a title or if you had like a specific really good match. Um, anything involved in wrestling that you would view as like an achievement? Um, honestly, probably these last couple of months, uh, last 
four to five months, I've really started to feel like I've come into my own and I, I don't feel like I'm just a fish out of water or I start to like kind of like figure it out. Um, but like for a long time, um, along with the shit talking in the ring and everything, I, I, I wasn't really, I guess no one really like took me seriously as anything but a comedy wrestler. So it's nice getting to, um, Granted, I am a comedy wrestler. I'm very funny, guys. Um, but <laughs> but getting these larger platforms, um, getting booked by these bigger companies has been really nice and really validating. Um, and to know that I'm doing something right. Um, and that feels good. It's nice. And, and getting to work with, um, with some names and I don't feel like I'm just completely over my head, you know? So it's a nice feeling. I, so I know that you were on Dark Yourself. There's a fantastic GIF (laughs) that um, I see pop up on Twitter every now and again. And I think that I would, I would love to see all of the Wasteland War Party on Dark at some point. Yes. That would be a true delight. What has been the greatest obstacle that you've overcome in wrestling? Oh man, I am so uncoordinated and I have such slow reflexes and jumping is hard guys. It's really hard. Um, I am. Yeah. So I'm really strong. Um, that's, that's been pretty well established. I, I have a background in powerlifting and strongman. Um, but I, yeah, I am not coordinated. I am not graceful. So my big thing with, with wrestling has just been the athleticism piece of it. I, I I'm a performer. I mean, showmanship is my shit but having to put that together with the physical part has been um has been a struggle so um trying to get that into wraps has been (laughs) has been fun giving an arm drag man fuck that i mean i'm wildly uncoordinated there's no, no way I would ever attempt anything that you or, or anybody else does in wrestling. Yeah, why, why do you think I said I try to take like two bumps and then go home? That's it. <laughs> That's all I've got. You're selling yourself short. You can take at <laughs> least at least three bumps. If I set the bar, three. if I set the bar really low and I take like four bumps, people are gonna be like, "Holy shit!" Five star Heidi Howitzer match. I'll be like, "Yeah, yeah, you got a good one." <laughs> So if you could go back in time and wrestle yourself as your first match or go forward in time and wrestle yourself five years from now, which would you pick to do and why? Honestly, I would opt to wrestle myself in my first match. And there's a couple reasons why. Uh, one, when I was coming up in Colorado, there weren't really any veteran female wrestlers um abaddon of aw fame and i actually came up together and it was a special kind of hell because we had like zero matches under our belt and it's all right guys go go out there and have matches um so it was like the blind leading the blind um for for a lot of us there so we really didn't we didn't have any vets to take us through stuff um and so i mean up until probably this last year, within this last year, I never got to work vets at all, unless I was in the ring with the guy. So I was constantly having to be old grizzled vet Heidi Howitzer, and I've been in the business right at three years now. 
um, which is the shit, let me tell you. Uh, so I get more, I honestly, I get more nervous working someone who's much more advanced than me than someone who doesn't know what they're doing. Because if they don't know what I'm do they're doing, I'm like, great, I'll just put on the captain's hat and steer and we'll keep it easy and take two bumps <laughs> and go home. Um, whereas I'm like, if it's like someone who knows what they're doing, I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> you want me to do what? <laughs> oh, please tell me what to do. You want me to do what? <laughs> oh, God. Um, so, so, so there's that, which is, I, I feel very comfortable leading someone very green through stuff because of that, because I've been having to do that for a long time. The other reason is my very first match, um, was a tag match and I got, I accidentally stiff a girl at the beginning um, because for some reason, even though I was the greenest one in the match, I got told like 10 minutes before, oh, hey, you're actually going to be the match. The other girl couldn't make it. <laughs> okay, good. Um, it was, oh, Heidi, you're going to take the heat for six minutes of the eight minute match. It was very disorganized. I do not recommend. Um, and I accidentally kicked this girl in the ribs and she proceeded to beat the ever living dog shit out of me for six minutes. I got broken into the oh. business. I got shoot DDT. I got shoot choked. Uh, um, it was not fun. So oh if I could, like, if I could uh, reverse things and take my sweet little baby self through a match, that's why anytime I get like to be someone's first match, I take it as like a real honor. And I feel really like, I really try to like make it like special and safe and easy for them because I just Aww. had a shit show of a first match. But yeah, so yeah, first, first match for sure. Yeah, I am going to ask you when we get done who that was, but I'm not going to make you answer that publicly. <laughs> you're good. I don't know. You're good. You're good. Yeah. I don't of know. This isn't that kind of interview. <laughs> I already told you we're not shooting here, brother. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. No worries. No worries. <laughs> so, with wrestling, there's always a ton of travel and being on the road. What do you listen to while you're going from you know point a to point b so this is a good one too especially because on my shoot job um i travel a ton for work as well i uh i'm like a territory manager type position for an industrial sales company um so i'm constantly on the road um and i listen to a fuck ton of i love um i love weird conspiracy theory stuff. Um, I don't really buy into it, but I enjoy it because no matter what, it's fun. It's either you're either like, huh, that could be a thing. Or you'd be like, oh, this guy's fucking crazy. Um, so I love coast to coast. I have the, like the $6 subscription. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's all I throw on a lot of times to like fall asleep at night too. So now I just hear like George Dory and I'm like, I guess I'm going to bed now. Um, see Val's popping because Val is like, Val is, <laughs> yes! is, yeah, Val knows. Um, yeah. So coast to coast is my shit, which if you like coast to coast, oh, let me turn you on to something else. It's called uh, alien theorists theorizing and they're oh. lovely. There are three or four Canadian dudes and they theorize. And it's always like each episode is like a case file. Um, they're like 45 minutes long, but yeah, they've got like a Patreon too. So where they have like, it's like $5 a month and they have extra episodes and stuff. They're fantastic. Um, I like them a lot. Uh, Hubs really likes something to wrestle with. I can't handle Bruce Pritchard or Conrad Thompson's voices. Um, they're very shrill. <laughs> uh that's fair yeah but um but we'll occasionally pop one of those on i really like audiobook uh i'd say i really like audiobooks it depends on the narrator it's a hit or miss um but yeah yeah big coast to coast and man um or or music i'll like i like hair bands and just about everything but yeah so podcast recommendation theories of the third kind oh shit you would love it 
Okay. I've been, yeah. I've been like binging it pretty hard lately. And it is, it is just conspiracy theories and Perfect. sometimes it just goes like way off the rails, but yeah, that's how it. I, that's how alien theorists is too. I love that. And like, like cryptids and all that stuff. Yes. That's my jam. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Perfect. I'll start tagging you in all my weird conspiracy yes. shit. Yes. Perfect. Okay. All right. Good shit. Oh man. I've never met another like coast to coast fan. Oh yeah. She's so happy. Yeah. 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 I'm a hundred percent all there with you. Yes. 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 A Maybe we're not a hundred percent all there. But that's that's yeah. all right. That's all right. Um, you said that you listen to a lot of hair bands. What would be like the most surprising song or playlist that you are like, this is it, like turn it up, sing along? Surprising? Um oh yeah. shit. Okay. So some people would call it a guilty pleasure, maybe, but I don't feel guilty about anything I listen to. Oh yeah, so. I don't either. I was gonna say I listen to fucking everything. Um I like I love me some Miley Cyrus. Fuck yeah. Um, but I also I listen to a lot of like Houston hip hop, so like Paul Wall, UGK, um Slim Thug. I also I love myself. Um all like old hair bands, so yeah, like Scorpions, Rat, Warrant, uh big Dio and Danzig fan. Um, my go-to karaoke song is Holy Diver by Dio. Um, but I also like a lot of like soundtrack and fantasy nerd, like genre, uh, atmosphere music. It like sends me out. Um, yeah, folk metal, um, the occasional like Texas country or like Ray Wiley Hubbard. I grew up in Houston, guys. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> um, but yeah, a little bit of everything, all classical music, because tuba yeah yeah a little bit of everything nice (laughs) i love that um i just got so derailed i was so excited you're good you're good (laughs) what are your go-to road snacks like i'm a snack source rex i love so i like to hear what people's like go-to like travel snacks are so I will say this, I have been thinking about for a while and I need to finally pull the trigger because I'm on the road so much. I keep thinking about doing like a gas station food blog and just like, or like Twitter reviews of shitty gas station food because I have a stomach of iron and I eat it all because I'm disgusting. Um, yeah, <laughs> but it, uh, so if I'm trying to stay awake, I love the uh, trolley sour gummy worms. Those are fucking delicious and phenomenal. Um just a normal snack food. Um, oh, I also love roller food from a gas station um, because I'm gross. Uh, so like the taquitos and everything like that. No judgment for me. I know. I know. Right. I, I feel like, I feel like I'm safe here and I, this is a safe space. I can, I can it talk truly about It truly is. There's <laughs> been many a time where a quick trip gas station hot dog has just been the perfect way uh, to end my night. It's perfect. Um, or Casey's pizza. <clears throat> Oh, Casey's pizza goes so hard, guys. I had no idea about Casey's until like I made it out to the Midwest. Casey's breakfast pizza fucks so hard. You don't even know. Um, but yeah, I will um, not take Casey's pizza slander. No, no, it's perfect. Um, my favorite pre-workout slash pre-match food is this is awful. Is a cheeseburger from McDonald's. Um, not like a quarter pounder or anything like that. Like the really shitty single patty ones with the ketchup and the mustard and the pickles and the cheese. Like I won't, I wouldn't eat that shit like on a burger that was actually good, but Oh, I don't know. Something about it. It just like does it for me. It's nice. That's, that's awesome. Like, 
do you just have one single cheeseburger or are you like i need five like um i save that for after uh usually well that's usually fair. like a usually like a payday is like a like 20 dollars worth of taco bell um that's that's a solid that's a solid post show endeavor i eat a lot of trash that's what we're getting to i mean <laughs> works for me <laughs> so who are your road buddies like who are you like making towns with Okay, so um, these are good ones. So uh, Austin Reddick, because he made the mistake of marrying me. Um, so so he stuck with me for a lot of the drives. Um, also, um, a couple of the Colorado guys. Uh, so Cody Devine um, is, is always a, a poor soul that has had to share the ro road with me. Lovely heel nice nice gentleman the only person to ever take a canadian destroyer from heidi howitzer because he can backflip with me holding on to him for dear life so that exists on the internet if you look up heidi howitzer versus cody divine at triple l i'm giving the slowest canadian destroyer you've ever seen um but yeah i've done the drives with cody uh Cormac Battle, who um, recently retired, but he does uh, commentary now. Um, he actually has a gimmick. It's a band gimmick. He plays a trombone. It's phenomenal. Highly recommend. Uh, he has done some of the drives with Heidi Howitzer as well. Good brother. Taught him how to air up a tire. He's like 28. I don't know how the fuck you get to be that age without doing it, but you know what? I don't judge. I do judge. That's exactly why I'm judging right now out loud on this, on this, uh, this interview. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, no, and, and obviously Max, Leon. Um, but yeah, those are the ones I've, I've probably spent the most time on the road with. So have you ever played dueling trombones? Yeah, we actually got to tag together like once and I, we both came out playing, I played bass trombone. We played um, like low rider or some shit when we came out. It was great. It's solid. It's the only time that exists. I'll find I'll find a clip of it. Somewhere. I wanna I wanna see it. <laughs> I know. I know. It's it's wild, man. It's it's a trip. What has been your like what is your favorite either city or venue? Like where's your favorite place to wrestle? Bars. Um as a as a as a general rule. Shocking, I know, for for me and my gimmick. Um but uh, my favorite venue was probably been um, Herman's Hideaway, which is where Respect Women's Wrestling in Denver used to run pre-pandemic. And it was real cool because it's very similar to, um, you know how Beyond everyone is all right on the ring? Ex exact same feel, but it's like in like this old, like this shady metal dive bar. So it's super dark and cramped and like gross and grungy. And everybody's trashed and... So it really doesn't matter the quality of your match because the crowd is just like super fucking into it, which is good. I did a lot of my, I had a lot of my growth matches at respect. Thank you, Nick Gosser for booking me always. Um, <laughs> but yeah, love, love Herman's Hideaway. Um, great, great, great atmosphere. Um, but that's definitely probably been one of my favorites. I really like um, Knockin' Boots Saloon, which is where Fest has run some of their shows out of um also also a bar um but yeah yeah that's kind of kind of my skis 
So what is your favorite move to take and what is your favorite move to give? Favorite move to take is anything where I'm taking a face bump, which I, (laughs) Um, so, so like my, so as a qualifier, my like first six months or something of matches, um, when I wasn't working Abaddon, I was working this girl named Simone Lockhart who has since moved back to Australia and Simone's finish was a pedigree. So I like, you know, almost broke my nose like twice. And then I finally learned to like turn my head. So, uh, yeah, I took a fuck ton of face bumps and I got super good at them. So now I'm always like, give me a face bump, brother. So like DDTs are my jam. I don't know. Like I'll, I'll, I'll take that shit all day. Give me, give me a cutter. I got you. Boom. Yeah. What? Um, no, that's probably my favorite thing to take. Favorite thing to give. Um, I don't know, man. It'd be cool if I actually got to hit people with my finish every once in a while. No, I like doing, <laughs> I, I do a tombstone pile driver and that's cool. Uh, no, I really like giving, um, I really like giving lariats. It's just really cool. Getting to feel like you're just like knocking the shit out of somebody that, that really does it for me. That and chops. I obviously take a lot of joys, joy in those because I'm an asshole. Yeah. I don't want to bump people. I just, I just want them to go. Ugh. I I love watching people just get chopped to shit. So yeah, chop away. it's fun to give. It's fun to take. Like let's just fight. Fighting's fun. Watch. I see. I like watching other people fight. I myself. I'm not a fighter. That's fair. That's fair. Do you have any pre-match rituals that you employ? <laughs> yes. Um. I have. Uh. Well. I have a couple. Um, this one, one that always gets me a lot of weird looks in the locker room is I always, I like to have someone slap like the ever living shit out of me before I go out before a match. Um, and in the a, face? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. In the face. Well, okay. So I honestly, so a lot of it, I think stems from um, prior to wrestling, um, I power lifted competitively. And when you power lift before you go out and you do a lift, you either like do nose torque, which is basically like ammonia and makes you like, Or you're getting someone to like slap the shit out of your back or something like that to like get the adrenaline going. Um, So I think it's kind of a holdover from that. Uh, It just like turns your brain on. Um, It gets me like. I really thought you were going to say before you play your tuba. I get that too. I I, I need someone to really like (laughs) get me fucking juiced up to go, man. Um, So, so I really, so there's that. Um, Yeah. So I always have someone like slap the shit out of me before I go out. Usually it's like whoever I'm going to be wrestling. I'll be like, Hey, I'm sorry. This might be a weird question, but can you please slap me? And and the first question, they're like, they do this. They're always like, what? I'm like, no, please, like, I know it's, I know it's weird. Can you slap me? And they're like, like, in the face? I'm like, yes, in the face. They're like, hard? And I'm like, yes, hard. So I'm like, like, I always end up getting, like, really defensive. There's, there's two exceptions to this. I've only had two people who have not even, like, flinched even a little bit when I asked this. And, like, just immediately just, Effie and, and Leon are the only two. And so, so I love the fact that it's fucking men that are just like, yeah, totally, boom. Every time, it's like the, every every girl I've worked is so sweet and nice. And they're always like, are you sure? And I'm like, yes, fucking hit me. We're about to go out and hit me out there. Just fucking hit me back here first. Like, it's fine, please. Um, so that's my 
my lesser known ritual unless unless you've been unless you've shared a, a locker room with me in which case you've seen me get the the dog shit slapped out of me um and then my other thing is driving up to a venue i always put on tenacious d for like the last 20 minutes of the drive which always starts out with the tribute but the last like five minutes are always master exploder and i sing along really loud um because my voice is fucking powerful and it really like gets me in the right mindset have you ever had anybody flat out refuse to slap you um no but i've had people get like where i can tell they're like super nervous or they like just kind of barely tap me where i'm like cool i'll just find someone else to like fucking get me so i'll find someone else to lay it in <laughs> yeah 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 i'm like come on brother we're working snug <laughs> so if you had an action figure of yourself and it was one of the ones that like talked oh boy. what would you have it say and what accessories would you want it to come with it? Oh, okay. Well, it would definitely come with shoulder pads. Naturally. And naturally. <laughs> um, I would definitely have interchangeable hands to be able to do this and this, um, obviously. <laughs> um, and uh, it would probably come with some kind of food item. I don't know if that's a cheeseburger. I don't know if that's like some tacos i don't know i don't know it's gonna come up it's gonna come with some kind of food um maybe a beer i don't know um and then maybe two beers that could be exciting then you can you can clink with with clinking action heidi howitzer um i can cheers myself and all the other action figures and what would i say oh boy probably nothing appropriate um <laughs> not fun for all ages um yeah, Fun that's for all ages, one. Heidi Howitzer. Fun for all ages, Heidi Howitzer. Oh boy. Um, yeah, yeah, probably, probably something snarky. <laughs> you snarky? What? <laughs> no, I'm a baby face. If you could create your own title, what would it be for and how would it be defended? Oh, fuck. That's a good one. I could create my own title. What would it be for? Um, probably something involving either eating or puns. I don't know. But I don't I, see. I don't know how you defend that one, though, because either way, you probably have to have a judge. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. We might have to come back to that when I have to ruminate. Fair enough. <laughs> Other than your, like, your gear bag and, like, you know, ID, wallet, purse, whatever, and your phone, what do you not leave for a wrestling trip without? Mm, I love having gum with me. Um, I don't chew during matches because I just assume I'm going to spit it up, like, a, a, immediately because my mouth is always fucking open because I'm yelling the whole time. Um, but I like smacking gum like an idiot most of the time while I'm backstage. Um, a fuck ton of gel eyeliner because all of this has to happen. Um, yeah, snacks, uh, water, so much water. Stay hydrated, guys. That's how you get blown is by not staying hydrated. Um, yeah, I don't have anything too special because to be completely honest with you, um, if I'm flying, my shoulder pads take up so much fucking space in that bag that I have to pack very sparingly. 
I can understand have that issue. I've seen your shoulder pads. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, what is your go-to gum? Ooh, I like um, the Polar Ice. I think it's, uh, I think it's extra. I don't know. It's one of the long flat ones. Yeah. It's my shit. It is extra. Thank you. I'm glad. I'm glad you know, because I'm like, I know what it looks like, but I'm not I'm sure. I'm fairly certain that is extra. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm extra, so that's perfect for me. Do you chew like a full stick or, or half a stick? Full stick. Oh. Do people chew half a stick? Is that a thing you do? I'm, I'm a half sticker. That exists. Mm-hmm. I didn't mean to say There's... that with as much derision as I did. <laughs> I know you're. I know you're looking down on me now, but just, um, yes, it just never would I have occurred to me to be like, I only have to chew half a stick of this. I just don't like having that much going on in my mouth. <laughs> Those are words I've never said. Ah. Oh. oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> I like having just a little bit going on in my mouth. A little, just a little bit. That's fair. That's fair. Different strokes for different folks. Fair enough. There was somebody I talked to, I think, before last that was also a half sticker, and I was like, I'm ready my half stickers. Yeah, yeah, I've never heard of that. That's like a whole weird <laughs> subculture that I never heard <laughs> Gum chewers. Yeah. <laughs> they do exist. They're out there, folks. Next on Coast to Coast. <laughs> Half stickers. Who are they? Where do they come from? What do they want? <laughs> to be on their Twitch show. Yeah. <laughs> um, what is the weirdest appropriate request you've gotten from a fan as a wrestler? Oh, appropriate request. Um, I guess not not appropriate but i got i i made a hundred bucks once it was a guy's like bachelor party or something and they were at a show and his friend wanted me to go just like talk shit to him for like 30 minutes so i did that it's the most money i made on like we'll call it merch the heidi howitzer experience yeah i would call that an an experience yeah (laughs) yeah so that's probably that's probably up there It's, it's an intangible you know Yes, yes. What what can money not buy? Hey. I got time. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. I was like, sure, if you got it. enough money, you I, can have I, it too. <laughs> the best part was, is I thought he slipped me like five bucks too. Because I just like, I was like, sure, I'll go talk shit to your friend. I don't give a fuck. And I just like slipped it in my gear or whatever. And then when I got backstage, I was like, oh, fuck, I got to go talk more shit to this guy. He gave me so much money. This is like an all-night affair now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, all right. They aren't going to get rid of me. I wonder if there's more. So, yeah. <laughs> if I do a really good job, do I get a tip? Like, Yeah, yeah. Like, the, is there a tip on the tip? Hell yeah. <laughs> so what is the wrestling word that you use most outside of wrestling? Oh, brother, probably. Uh, brother gets used a lot. Um, I have a kayfabe tattoo uh so a little it's a burning it's a heart with like flames around and just says like kayfabe um daddy doom has a matching one we we went we went to a a reputable tattoo shop but the reputable tattoo artist wasn't there so we got some guy where we were both like looking at each other 
like an hour in, like, what have we done? And mine turned out much better than Daddy Doom's, but Daddy Doom has a lot of really nice tattoos. So I'm like, good, this is what you get. Um, you need at least one shitty tattoo. So now we have matching shitty tattoos. Um, but yeah, so probably brother. Uh, yeah, I think that would be, that, yeah, yeah, probably brother, brother, brother. Usually, usually the answer I get is gimmick. I get gimmick a whole lot. Oh, gimmick is, yeah, gimmick is used frequently. Um, husband's one is definitely gimmick, but I would say mine is probably brother. I, I personally, I also, like, I clearly do not wrestle, but I've been involved in my local area for, like, a decade now, which is terrifying to think about, that I've done <laughs> anything for a decade, but um, I use, like, popped a lot, like, oh, that pop. Oh, I use pop a lot, and I have to, I use pop and, like, over, like, something's over with me. I use those too much, like, in everyday lingo, and every once in a while I have to be like, oh, they don't know what that means. Yeah. Or like, is that a shoot or a work? And they're like, yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. My shoot job. Your what? My my grown up job. I don't know. I don't know, man. (laughs) My actual job where I make an actual salary. Yeah, yeah. Where they pay me more than a hot dog and a handshake sometimes. (laughs) So, with all of the traveling that you do, I know everybody has at least one like really good travel story where either like something like catastrophic that happened or something like hilarious, like what is the, like the peak Heidi Howitzer travel story? Fuck man. Um, (laughs) I guess, so I will say somewhat, not even recently, this is probably like eight months ago, something like that. Um, we worked new South and, uh, (laughs) I was flying to Alabama and <laughs> fuck, I, I had a nine, a nine hour layover or not layover, nine hour delay. And um, the promoter was putting me up at a Red Roof Inn, something like that, which is fine, cool hotel. And uh, I didn't think about the fact that because I would then be getting in like after the original check-in time that I should call in advance and let them know, hey, I won't be here till X time. Please don't give my room away. So I landed in Birmingham at like 4 a.m. I just want to go to sleep, man. I've had a time. Um, I can't get an Uber or a taxi because Birmingham is a fucking dead zone for both of those things, apparently. So it takes like 40 minutes to get anything to me. I finally get to the Red Roof Inn. They have no record of my name because they've given my room away. Uh, awesome. Cool. And, and, and Max was going to be getting in like later that morning and we were going to be in the same room. So Max no longer has a room either. Luckily I have like 8 million Marriott points and reward shit for all my other travel I do. So I was a real fucking diva about it and called the Marriott. Like it's like 4 a.m., like right next to the Red Roof Inn fucking uh, desk worker. And I'm like, hi, can I check in right now as opposed to these people who gave my room away? So then I have to wait another 45 minutes for a fucking Uber. Um, luckily, that Marriott checked. Yeah, I checked in. had an early check-in at like 5 a.m. in a Marriott. We ended up staying there. But yeah, that was fucking brutal, man. It, yeah, nine hours till my flight. And then I get there at the hotel. I don't even have a room. Had to book another hotel. Um yeah, so that sucked. Um, I did have another promotion that I worked for in good old Kearney, Nebraska. 
that I was supposed to work a back-to-back -back date with and the promoter, um, Shindy promoter, told well, me I would have, <laughs> I would have well. a room. Yeah, told me I would have a room that night um, to, to I would be sharing with um, good old Cormac Battle, trombone player. Um, we both have two queens. Great, no problem. All of this discussed in advance. We get there, we do the first the first show, we go, great, can you give me the info for the hotel room? Oh yeah, you're gonna be bunking with these guys. And these guys are like like Confederate flag tights who've been making creepy comments about me the whole night. I was like, ah, that was not part of the agreement. So Oh no, no. Up there, yeah. Wrestling's fun, guys. Wrestling's super fun. Um, yeah, so not like I can't think of any of the fun stories, but yeah, those were definitely the uh more ridiculous uh horrific yeah i yeah, have stories. an idea in my mind who you wrestled for but i don't know for sure but that's a question yeah wait for off air mm -hmm. yeah yeah mm. Mm -hmm. i have i have a thought but yeah <laughs> some there are some companies i don't go to even though i live here yeah, yeah um smart. so there's that <laughs> oh yeah i didn't even think about that guess where i am right now where my hotel is Wow. I'm in Omaha right now. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I didn't even think about that until like I know, <laughs> I know, I know. I could I have. Know. I'll be here. Visited you. I'll be back here in like two weeks. We'll we'll talk. We'll talk. We'll talk. At, we'll talk. Yeah, here. yeah. We'll talk. We'll we'll get beers or something. It'll be good. <laughs> I know. I know. I didn't think about it. I didn't think about it. Sorry. The worst. This is like. <laughs> this is so random. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm. I'm. We'll discuss. Indeed, indeed we shall. Um, so I just have a couple more questions left and then we'll go to questions from chat and then we have a lightning round and then we'll follow up with uh, what you have coming up and then making sure everyone can find you everywhere they wanna find you. Um, so what would you tell a 10 year old version of yourself? Oh God. <laughs> that probably said it all. Um, shit. Uh, I don't know. Keep doing what you're doing. You weird little kid. Um, don't date that one guy right out of high school. That was a poor, poor choice. Uh, don't wait till you're like 25 before going to see a therapist. <laughs> start that shit early. <laughs> see, yeah, start that shit. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, something along those lines. So um, this is a shout out to Twitter Spaces. I spent a lot of time in Twitter Spaces. I've met a lot of really cool people through Twitter Spaces. And this is a question gleaned from Twitter Spaces. Um, what is the biggest animal that you could take in a fight with just your hands, no weapons? And oh. you can pretend it's attacking you. You don't have to attack a defenseless animal. Oh, good. Okay. I was going to say, I was like, I don't want to fight an animal. What if I just want to cuddle? Um, it's coming at you. So. It's coming at me. Like it's ready to fucking go. Yeah. Mm, okay, I'm um, probably like something approximately the size of a red panda. <laughs> I I think I think anything much so larger a red would have, panda. Yeah, yeah, I think we're going red panda. Dope. Let's yeah. go. Yeah, yeah, let's fucking go, red panda. Let's fight. I don't care if you're endangered endangering you in the scenario so it is it is endangering me it started it as yeah fuck shit up 
Yeah, yeah, obviously. Always. I'm going to find out. <laughs> so you said earlier that you like to go to brunches in full gear, in my head anyway. Um, <laughs> how do you take your pancakes? Mm. I'm I'm gonna hurt you here, but I'm more of oh, a waffle. No. I'm more of a waffle girl. <sighs> I know. I like little holes. They hold the syrup and the butter. Well, I simply pass away. It's all right. It's all right. And if I'm being completely honest, more so than a waffle or a pancake, I'm a biscuits and gravy girl. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Body by gravy mm. all day long. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Mm. So but you yeah, never. Uh, you never, never have pancakes? Oh, I do occasionally have a pancake. I love a good side pancake. I don't believe in limiting myself to just one food option if I'm going um, on a breakfast or brunch excursion. So I love a nice side pancake, heavily buttered, heavily syruped. I want it drowning, sopping, if you will. A nice soggy pancake. It's good. It's good. But yeah, I love a little like sweet experience with my savory experience. Well, of course. Everything's smothered and covered. And then imagine, if you will, take this, take a journey with me. Close your eyes. Let's take the journey. You decide some night you're, you're hungry, you want to get something to eat. You go to the store. You're like booping around the store. You're like, I want something sweet. And so you go down, you're, you go to the cookie aisle and you're like, great. I love cookies. I'm going to have cookies. And then you, but you know, you don't want like chocolate chip or no, no, no. You want America's favorite cookie, which is indeed the Oreo. So you go to the section of the Oreos and there's still so many options, right? So there's all the flavors that they have, but you don't want crazy flavors. No, no, no. You want a chocolate cookie with white cream. Okay. No, you know, nothing fancy, but you still have options. You can get like the Oreo thins with mm -hmm. the thin amount of, of cream with the thin Oreos, or you can get just your, your standard regular OG Oreo, or you can get like a double stuffed Oreo. So uh, which, which Oreo are you picking? I'm either going to go thin or standard. I'm probably leaning standard. I'm not much of a frosting or icing person. I'm always more of a, a, a breading type person. Like if we're like talking about cake or something, like I don't want all of that shit on my other shit. I, I want, I want structure and integrity to my dessert item. Um, but yeah, I think, I think I'm going to go OG, OG Oreo. So, um, the unofficial correct answer to that question is actually a double stuffed Oreo. Oh, and, well, fuck me, I guess. Well, I mean, first you don't like pancakes, and now you don't like, regular, <laughs> like double stuffed Oreos. I don't know. I thought you were pretty cool before this, but now we're not I'm cool kind anymore. Of I know. I know. The, um, the, the you, second half of this has really gone off the rails. You're. I find out you're in the same city I, I'm in, and you just I know. didn't tell I mean, me some that. Heads up. Cool. I can't like every I, other week. By looking at your hotel room behind you, I know what type of hotel room you're staying in. I'm almost pretty positive of it. Um, but I will ask you afterwards. I don't want people to get creepy on you. They would never. Wrestling fans are totally normal. <laughs> never creepy <laughs> at all. No. No. Mm. no. Mm. Um, Christopher. Do we have questions from the chat? Oh, yes, we do. Chat came strong tonight. 
There's oh, lots shit. of questions in the chat. So, uh, oh, shit. so much chat. <laughs> we will we will try to much move through chat. these. So, yeah, much chat. So questions. <laughs> we'll try to move through these quickly. Um, old bad guy, uh, right off the top. Uh, who is on the list of wrestlers you want to engage in battle with? Ooh. Um, okay, so I know I just worked her, but I would really like to work Masha Slamovich again. Um, because it was phenomenal and I just want to fight her constantly. Um, I think that's like on everybody's list right now though. Masha's the fucking shit. Um, I really want to work the hex, um, as Wasteland War Party. So uh, I guess me and Max for that one. Um, so come on in WA, let's fucking do it. Um, or wherever, just book us. That's fine. Um, I really want to work the Howlettes. Uh, Hoodie and Anaya actually had a very large part in training me. Um, so, <laughs> yes, getting to work them would be fantastic. Uh, a lot of tag matches I'd like to make happen. Awesome. Nice. So those are matches you want to make happen, but in the past, old bad guy also wants to know, what's your most satisfying win you've had so Oh, I do not win very much. Um, <laughs> for being honest, um, shit. When was the last time I won? Oh, I beat Kikutaro like a year yes. ago. That was fucking cool and awesome, and I geeked out super hard about it. So that's probably probably up there. I had to think about like what was the last match I won. I don't actually know. <laughs> Freddie Hudson, uh, yes, that Freddie Hudson, the wrestler, is that in the Freddie chat. Hudson. And he, he wanted to know, have you and Max ever wrestled one-on-one -on -one before tagging together? Uh, we have not. Um, I would love to wrestle Max, although it probably hurt. Uh, no, we'd probably have a lot of fun together. I, uh, wrestling the people you like, love, and are, are close with is always the most fun because you just like beat the shit out of each other. Um, so yeah, I, I would love to have a one-on-one -on -one with Max. I think it'd be fun. Would you want to oh, wrestle... Also I was going to say, would Sorry. you want to wrestle Freddie Hudson? No, fuck Freddie Hudson. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wrestle Freddie Hudson. <laughs> Sorry, Freddie. All yeah, we wanted to hear. Apologize, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was going to backtrack and say, actually, I did just remember a match I won. I really enjoyed I did a triple threat with Heather Monroe and Leva Bates at a triple L for the women's title, actually, as a tables match. And um, that was a really satisfying win. I really liked that one. Mostly because I almost broke one of the tables of my own ass before actually putting Heather through the table. So, whoo, dodge that bullet. <laughs> All right, so we're going to come back to old bad guy. Um, so you were talking about powerlifting, and do you have any thoughts about doing more of that, more strongman powerlifting? Yep. That's it? Yeah, <laughs> so actually, uh, my... <laughs> Yeah. Yes, I yes, moving um, on. Yes, yes I <laughs> thought about it quite hard. Um, no, um, actually, so the majority of my um, workout routines um, that I do when I'm not doing wrestling things is powerlifting and strongman based. Um, I would like to probably compete um, sometime in 2022. I will say that I'm no longer interested in really like trying to be as competitive as I was pre wrestling. Um, it's pretty rough on your body. Um, all that and just trying to stay down to a weight class um, for 
transparency sake, I mean, I built myself as 170 some pounds of grade A beef when I was competing in powerlifting. Um, I was competing as in the 60 kilo weight class, which is 132 pounds. So I was like having a water cut. I was super strict with my diet. I was lean as fuck. I still didn't have abs. It was fucking stupid. It's bullshit. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I think I, I compete. I do powerlifting meets again, um, but I, I don't think I'd be as concerned with like trying to, to go to nationals and all that. I just do it and weigh in wherever I weigh in, honestly. Gotcha. All right. So head cheese, uh, hanging out in chat wants to know what your, what's your favorite science fiction movie or book? Ooh, favorite science fiction movie or book. Um, I really like the OG Dune guys. Sorry. Um, I, I really enjoyed it. I mean, you've got Captain Picard with a fucking pug. I mean, what's not to enjoy? Um, I did really enjoy um, the Leviathan Wakes, um, all the James Corey novels. I have not watched the um, Amazon adaptation, so I've heard it's good, but TBD, haven't, re haven't, haven't watched it yet. Um, but yeah. All right, so we're talking about where you might want to, uh, who you might want to wrestle, but Papa Kenway wants to know if uh, you'd be coming to St. Louis Anarchy anytime soon. And Old Bad Guy also wants to know if you're coming to Paradigm anytime soon. So a lot of, a lot of clamoring for different promotions to, to book you. Oh, I love to hear that. Tell them. <laughs> right? <laughs> yes, yes. I, I would love to come to both of those. Um, I have reached out to St. Louis Anarchy. Um, hopefully, I'm um, going to try and, and talk some more to some of those guys to see what I can do to, to get out there. I mean, I am, I am licensed in the state of Missouri, so um, please book me. Uh, yeah, no, I would love to go out there. Um, I think, like I said, I think I'm at a level now where I, it's realistic that I could get booked at either of those places. So, yeah, that'd be fantastic. Right, so you guys get out there on social media and do the old tag tag on the Twitter and Get the get the talk going for her. yeah rough. harass the fuck out of them and I'll be like I, I had nothing to do with this this was their own their, of their own doing yeah just blame Val it's fine yeah yeah all right Papa Kenway uh, Papa Kenway as we all know is big into food so you talked a little bit about what you like to eat on the road um, what's your favorite food first of all and then on the road place to eat and then cheat food um oh. Most of my favorite foods are all cheat foods. Um, favorite, so, okay, we're going to divvy this up a little bit. Favorite genre of food um, is probably going to be, like, I love Thai. Um, and that's, like, my ultimate comfort food, too, is super spicy Thai. Um, and I love crab puffs. Anything that's deep fried and cream cheese can just, like, fuck me all the way up. Um, that's my favorite thing on the planet. Um, I'm much more of like a salty food person than a sweets person. Sorry, Val. I know I'm breaking your heart by between. I know, I know, I know. No pancakes, no, no, no Oreos. I'm just like, here, let me tell you about my love of everything else. Um, you chew yeah. a full stick of gum? Yeah, I chew a full <laughs> stick of gum. Who the fuck does that? <laughs> um, yeah, uh, Crab puffs are one of my favorite guilty pleasures. Um, I will eat an entire order of them happily. Uh, <laughs> um, I can't remember when it was. Me and Max did some booking together, 
And when Max got in, we just both, we ordered uh, Chinese and we each ordered our own order of crab puffs and it was it was lovely we ate them in hotel bed and it was wonderful it was a beautiful tag team bonding experience um yeah yeah big fan of crab puffs that was really just a, a you know i had i had to wax lyrical on crab puffs there for a second um mm-hmm. but yes yes that's big fan huge enormous all right so head cheese is back with a few more questions we got favorite go-to song so we'll start there. um favorite go-to song um probably scorpions rock you like a hurricane go to feel good song same song there you go and then we were talking about puns and we didn't hear any specific ones so head cheese wants some puns you enjoy oh fuck man you gotta put me on the spot like that yeah you did that that, that's fucked up man when you were talking about dune and you said captain picard with a pug and i in my mind i was like captain pug card ah there you go captain pug card val answered that for you so i don't have to well done val it's the real hero the hero we deserve here just lob one in kobe papa kenway comes back alive or dead Anybody, past or present, dream match. Mm. Um, let's, okay, we're going to go, I've got a couple. Um, dream dream match, period, Mako Satomura. Um, Mako Satomura, Bull Nakano, and then on the boys' side, Bam Bam Bigelow. For sure. All right, last question from the chat. A late entry. Uh, the captain himself, Captain Chuckles, would like to know: Would you ever team up with a flute player to do a tuba flute duet? Of course, highs and lows, baby. Contrast make things all the sweeter. Be lovely. All right, so we're gonna have to book that somehow because our own Captain <laughs> Chuckles is a flute player. Oh, phenomenal! Yes, we can make that happen. The we have the technology, we can rebuild or some shit like that. <laughs> All right, those are to questions. Be able to be enough to like <laughs> be able to have a bunch of wrestlers record themselves playing like all the same song and then put it there. Like, straw. Yes. Because like I know yes. he plays like the viola or something. Yeah, and like there's I know there's plenty of other wrestlers out there that play instruments like we exist. <laughs> well, those are questions from the chat. Uh, we'll try to book that somehow someday soon. But the last question I have before I throw it back to Val is, Heidi, are you ready for the lightning round? Oh, fuck. That wasn't the lightning round. <laughs> Lightning round is much faster. Oh, God, I don't that. All right. All right. So here it comes. The, the, the preview video is coming. Uh, Papa Kenway just subbed. Thank you, Papa Kenway. You probably can't hear this because Thank the lightning round Kenway. music is so loud. Um, <laughs> but we are back. Ten questions. I'm going to answer them as I have them. They might be some repeats here, but we're going to see if you answer the same way when it's lightning round. So we're going to we're going to test things here and see what happens. 
I don't think they're the same questions. I looked through them, but Captain Chuckles gave me these 10 questions. Number one, best wrestling trip you've had? Uh, beyond. Cats or dogs? Dogs. Sweet, salty, or sour? Salty. What's something you hate doing? Ugh, existing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Number five. <laughs> Outside of wrestling, have you met a celebrity? If so, who? Uh, yes, but I can't, like, I, I can't, I, I feel like I'm on the spot here. I don't know, man, George Strait. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it, it, this is the lightning round. You are on the spot. Uh, number six, hardest part of music school. Oh, God. Performing. Seven, if you could be any fictional character, TV, movie, book, etc., what would you, what would it be? Or who I should say would it be? Scooby-Doo. He gets to solve mysteries and get snacks. There you go. Do you believe in the whole New Year's resolution thing? If yes, did you make any? Oh, absolutely not. If you could have dinner with anyone living or dead, who would it be? Um, Boldacano. And the final question, how long would you last in a zombie apocalypse? Oh, God, like five minutes. Well, congratulations. I, I, you, you, you survived the zombie apocalypse that is the lightning round. You got past it. It wasn't as bad as I think you thought it was going to be. We put you on the spot. Thank you, Heidi. Val, I'm going to send it back to you before she gets angry and I get front bumped into something <laughs> bad. Well, I mean, you know. I wouldn't want to survive without electricity. I'll be honest about it. And if, um, when that goes and so do I. Yeah, I, um, so I'm like blind as a bat in real oh. life. Um, yeah. So if I don't have my glasses, I like, I assume my contacts are like only going to last so long glasses. Ooh. Um, and also like, I just want to hang out with my dog, man. Like if he can't come with me, then fuck it. We'll just, you know, call it a day. I'll I'll just take care of things and be done with it. Yeah, I'm not I'm not like I'm not gonna be big on like living in a zombie apocalypse. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, but nah. I, yeah, um, I like how everyone's like only five. I'm like yes, only five. About five minutes. Be like, oh, we're done here. Like oh. Um. So what upcoming shows do you have? Sure. So I've got uh, Lucha Libre and Laughs next Friday, actually, on the 14th. I will be wrestling Volcana, defending my Triple L Women's Championship. So come at me, bro. Um, Hell yeah. Yeah. I have on um, February 5th, um, it hasn't been announced yet, but I think it will be announced soon. I will be at New South. Um, and then on February 12th, I will be at WrestleRave down in Houston. Um and both at New, and New South will be a tag match with Max. And I'll be tagging with my husband down at uh, Russell Rave against the Kirks. So that'll be fun. I'll finally get to live out my hardcore oh. dreams. I've never had a hardcore match. So I finally get to do that one. Happy Valentine's Day to me. Um, and then, yeah, I don't know uh, what I have much past that. But <laughs> we'll see. 
Well, hopefully COVID doesn't take everything away from us again. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, I... Oh, as I say, I have Journey Pro on February 18th. It is. That's the next one. I had to think about that, but yes. February 18th. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Delightful. Um, have fun with the Kirks. Casey is friend of the Bald Monkeys. Brandon is also there. But um, <laughs> I hope that it, is that going to be like, do you, and maybe you don't know the answer to the question. Is that going to be out anywhere for people to see at some point? Um, I believe it's going to be on IWTV. Brilliant. Yes, yes. So, I think, yeah, WrestleRave seems like they're doing a good job getting their um, production going. So, uh, yeah, I'm excited about that. And it'll be uh, my first time wrestling in my hometown, too. So, Aww. it's exciting, yeah. Awesome. Like, that's so cute. I love when people can do that. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, where can people find you, follow you? Um Twitter, Instagram, if you have Twitch, a fan Facebook, YouTube, OnlyFans, TikTok, MySpace, I don't care. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, I've got you guys. All right, so I tell people right off the bat, um, I have a Facebook page. I don't really keep up with it, so don't bother. Um, Twitter, I'm on there as Thunderdome style. There is no E in Thunder because they have a character limit on Twitter, so it's Thunderdome style. Um, On Instagram, I am also at Thunderdome Style, uh, or you can search Heidi Howitzer for either of those. Um, YouTube, <clears throat> I have a Heidi Howitzer playlist, um, but I'm not terribly active. I'm not like putting out videos or anything. I am um, probably going to be starting a uh, Twitch channel here relatively soon, but don't have anything up yet, but I will likely be streaming like World of Warcraft and that sort of stuff. So um, that'll be fun. Um, uh, but yeah, that's, that's where you can find me. Highly recommend, um, my Twitter. I'm mildly entertaining most of the time. So enjoy. Ask somebody that follows you on Twitter. You are way more than mildly entertaining. You're, I am mildly plus. You're at least moderately entertaining. See, there you go. That is a ringing endorsement from the pancake lady herself. So <laughs> Which nobody yes. knows or cares about, but that's nonetheless not, not here nor there. <laughs> Thank you so much for hanging out with me tonight. I appreciate you taking time out of your evening to spend it with me. Um, this has been The Stack. I'm Val Pancakes. This is Heidi Howitzer. Make sure to follow Heidi um, Twitter, Instagram. When she gets a Twitch, follow her there too. And thank you everybody for joining us tonight. Next week, please come back. Um, right here same stack time same stack channel um and i will get to catch up with a friend of the ball monkeys mr jay walker so please uh tune in next week and thank you once again heidi of course